Okay, we're continuing in Mesilat Yesharim. We're at the beginning of the paragraph that says, Vihine Samo. If you recall what Mesilat Yesharim had been developing, at least most recently in Perik Aleph, is what's the perspective, what's the direction through life as a human being. And what he most recently mentioned was, and he cited the Mishnah Perke Avot, that this world is this closed door, this world is this hallway as a passageway to the world to come. Now, while mentioning that and through developing that, he described to us how there are moments, there are circumstances in this world to tap into that Olam Haba involvement and connectedness. It's exactly the word he used. It's that Devekut. The Torah talks about in Sefer Devarim several times, this mitzvah of Lidov Kabo, to connect, to cleave to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which to a large extent is the vision, is the description of what Olam Haba is all about, the opportunity along the way to that Traklim, uh, to that palace at the end of the hallway, is along that way, as we develop ourselves, as we uh, introspect, as we fix our ways, we have the opportunity to be davik to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, in further developing that point, because to a certain extent, he answered his question. His question was, or the question that's posed to each of us is to verify, to make certain, the answer was involvement with mitzvot, to come to Devekut, but he elaborates upon it further. He says, Says we've been placed in a in a world where there are many matters which distance us from that connectedness to Akadosh Baruch Hu. And what are they? They're the ta'avot ha'homriyot. Ta'ava, of course, is desire. Homri means physical. The physical desires, the hedonistic drives that we have as human beings are what keep us away from that connectedness to God. If we were to follow them, to be pulled by them, we'd be distancing ourselves more and more from the true completeness. Again, tov could be goodness, but it could also be completeness. is completeness. We've really been placed in the midst of a great battle, a fierce war. Because when you think about it, he will suggest everything in this world. To a large extent, everything is a test to us. On the one hand, there's poverty. You'd say, okay, poverty, of course, is a challenge. Is a nisayon of sorts. It's a test. Uh, how is Osha? How is wealth? Kenyan Shamar Shalomo, Shalomo Hamelech's words in Mishle, Pen Esba Vikihashti, Vamarti, Miadonai, Upeni Varesh, Vikhanavti. On the one hand, if I'm satiated, I'll turn and I'll say, Well, where's God? Kochi Vaotsim Yadias, Aliyata Hayanazi, Vaishman Yeshurun, Vayivat. On the flip end, uh, if you're to Ivaresh, if you become a Rash, if you become an individual who's dull and impoverished, I'll turn to steal, I'll become a thief. There's challenges either way you slice it. It's, uh, well, he continues, On the one hand, there's the peace and tranquil life, which we all seem to desire, assuming that we'll be able to do everything pro- properly then, but you become distracted, you become self-centered in those circumstances. Yisurin, pain, suffering, difficulties of life. On the other hand, uh, we sometimes are awakened in those circumstances, but alternatively in those situations, we're turned away from a proper focus. 
there's challenges. It's I've heard more than once. It's what we say in in the Berachot of uh, Kiryat Shema in the evening. Haser hasatan milifanenu umeacharenu. What does it mean that you have the satan behind you, in front of you? I understand behind you, even behind you. It means even in a circumstance where it appears as if it's not staring you in the face. It's a situation of wealth. It's a situation of tranquility. There's a certain yetzer that's pulling you even there. Achenim setam milchama elav. Panim ve'ahor, there are those words. It's both facing you and behind you. V'imihiyel ben chayil, if you are a person of valor, if you have strength, v'inatzeah ha'milchama mikol ha'tzedadin, hu yiyeh ha'adam ha'shalem ha'sheyizkel lidabek beboro. It's that individual, it's us, if we're able to overcome, that we can then truly be davek, cleave, connect ourselves to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And by so doing, we exit this hallway and enter into a traklin uh, at the end of it. Of course, the reference to Olam Haba, but it's important to note again, he's not merely focused on Olam Haba, although that is a destination. He's purposefully, Ramchal is focusing us on this world and saying the opportunity. Uh, the potential for devekut is inherent here. In other words, we get sometimes when we when we hear Musa, when we think to ourselves about purpose in life, we get uh, distracted, even though we think we're properly orienting ourselves. If we're if we're primarily and solely focused on olam haba, we've lost vision of where we are here. So his description is that the vekut, which is apparent, which is inherent in this world as well, says, and according to the measurement, commensurate to the amount that you've been able to be kovesh et yisro, you've been able to sublimate your sure, your drives, your ta'avot, your desires, you distance yourself from those distancing agents to uh, bring you to tov, kenya sigehu, that's the way you'll truly uh, be able to grasp uh, that devekut. Truth is, the reference here, and we know the words, we've mentioned them on countless occasions of yeser hatov and yeser hara are very telling. See, the word yeser, lisor, yesira in Hebrew means to craft, form, right? uh, to form. Uh, we have the words in bereshit berekalef, hakadosh baruchus vayiser, vayiser et ha'adam afan min ha'adama. To craft, to form, it means that to a certain extent, the vision of the hakamim in describing our drives, not merely as ta'avot or ra and tov, but rather as yeser hara and yeser hatov, is to place the challenge in our minds. There's a certain challenge in that. How do you craft what's been given to you? There's potential in each to envision, to find a yesira for tob and a yesira for ra. In that respect, it means we are each a microcosm of worldly existence of God himself. After all, the Torah describes for us a creation of something, and then consistently over the course of six days of Bereshit, Vayiser, Vayas, as Ramban points out, that the Torah begins with Bereshit bara, that's Beriah Yesh that's something from nothing. Imagine it like a person who's building a, a, a sculpting something. So that it begins with something, that's the bara. Over the course of the six days of creation, they're separating, they're sifting, they're crafting. 
uh, to envision ourselves as v'yitem ke Elohim in the positive sense of having a selim Elohim, as Rashi writes, yosre olamot, is to say to ourselves, we're given potential here. Sure, there are challenges in this world. Absolutely, this situation seems objectively good and that one objectively bad, but it's not so. The yeser means I've used my mind or I've allowed my mind to construct this situation as wrong, as objectively negative. Instead of envisioning, and sometimes there will be those, but instead of saying, let me capitalize on this opportunity. Again, it's a point we've made on countless occasions, but it's life as we know it. Yes, Dr. Why did you translate the word kovesh as sublimate? How would you translate it? Lichbosh means to push down. Push down. So, so if you're talking about kovesh meaning to capture or destroy, that means you're destroying. It's a sublimation means you're channeling it into another direction, like you're taking something negative and trying to do something positive. I think you can do both in, in, in the same fashion. I think I can, I, if I have the challenging student in my class, I'm effectively putting him down by focusing him on something else other than directly looking at me and involved in the regular classroom participation. So I don't know if there's a contradiction per se. It's like a kvish. A road. A, a road is something that is that, that is paved in that respect. It's so smoothed out. Right, so there's no yetzer hara, let's say, or, or yetzer hatob. Really I would say that yetzer hatob and yetzer hara you, are in your mind. Right. right? I mean, it's like... it's like you. In truth, Svorno, and Harambam <coughs> seem, seems to hint this in his Moreh Nebuchim, but Svorno says that the Nahash in Sheshit Bereshi, or the sixth of Bereshit with Adam and Chava, is truthfully internal. Mm-hmm. That's a scary yeah. thought. It's right. not the way we've been taught it, but who Satan, who yetzer hara, Nahash. Nahash is a part of that as well, which means to say not that it's a figment of your imagination, but it's where you are determining and deciding existence. That's right. It's a facade. And to a certain extent, our lives present us with an opportunity, with a potential, which driven one way or another. Let's imagine the description of the Zohar. The Zohar says that Sayyara is an artist. An artist, it's in a vision. Because we, 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 the Pasuk says, in Sur Kelohenu. You know how I know that. So, I'll tell you how I know that. So, that Zohar is we part of the Zohar. That's right. Pay attention to it. Otherwise, I wouldn't know it. But of course, it says, says Musa, it says that the Sayar, the, the, we describe Akadosh Baruch Hu, Sur is strength. Sayar, what's that? Like a rock. Asur tamim pa'olo kichoder right? Sayar means to be a painter, means to be a person who's able to craft something with their paintbrush. We describe HaKadosh Baruch Hu as taking this world to a certain extent from just being a canvas, from just being the paint which was there, and then putting it forth. So in other words, we don't imagine, although there was an initial biriyah yesh me'ayin as everything being biriyah yesh me'ayin, it's that God crafted and that, excuse me, God created, and then he crafted, so to us. We're in this world, now we have to craft it accordingly. Again, I mean, you know, for me, that's, that's the challenge of existence. That's the challenge of, of every single day. That's the challenge of uh, how am I going to channel my energies positively? How am I going to take my... my, my int- I, I remember once uh, asking one of my rabbis, I said, it's unfortunately relevant to me until today. I haven't been able to sublimate or capture it, doctor. Um, but I'm, I'm inquisitive about everything. I want to know about everyone, always. I really do. I just, I'm a, it's not a good thing. I'm just, I'm just driven to know everything about what's going on in everyone's life for no good reason. I'd like to say it's because I want to help them. I want to learn about myself. 
Just have that. So I asked, how do I channel that positively? I remember hearing this Yahat Musa from one of my rabbis along these lines. So he said to me, that's the easiest one you can imagine with regard to at least perspective, not capitalizing, not effective, affecting it so easily. He said that be inquisitive, channel that toward Yediyat Hashem, be inquisitive about the world, be inquisitive about Torah. The fact that you have that inborn capacity, some people are not so inquisitive. That's very exciting. Again, unfortunately, I'm a bit of a failure in that, but I'm working on it. Says the says Mesilat Yesharim onward vim ta'amik od ba'inyan. If you uh, if you invel, if you uh, get deeper on this matter, tirei you'll see ki ha'olam nivra leshimush ha'adam. The world was effectively created for human beings' use. Bishvili Nivra Olam is a Mishnah in Masechet Sanhedrin. The Gemara in Masechet Berachot and Daf Nunchet has how Ben Zoma says, look at how Adam Harishon had to go out into this world and to find and realize he has to do all the work, arduous activity to bring forth food, to craft clothing. But for me, says Ben Zoma, everything's prepared. We have Amazon, we have everything faster and easily easily um, accessible than ever before, which means to say to envision this in today's day, it's very easy. Harambam famously in a somewhat uh, maybe misunderstood passage describes how the world was really created for the elitists, for those who are capitalizing on that, for those who are truly understanding the ways of God, which means to say, says Harambam, why are there people who are not so wise in this world? Uh, to help out the wise person. Why are the people that have good muscles but uh, small brains? It's just to help out, which almost appears as That's a, a dangerous way to 99% think, but... of existence are tools. Again, don't go too far, at least now, on that thought, but understand it as envisioning and realizing the world around you. It's because you already That's have the, the brains. Yeah. Uh, envisioning yeah, the well. world around you as something that could and should be used by you. That it was says, the breakdown of Adam, that he didn't see that, that he could have built the world based on what he had, and he wanted to be the builder at a lower level. That's what I, I gotcha. Adam and everyone else who who, who feels that they yeah, need a break root, out of regular. The root was the thing. Like the Gemara says, when the, in the end of the days, all the, all the nations are going to come say, Oh, I did this, and they're going to say, no, the Peshina, you did it for you. Basically, they're all there to help us. That's right, that's right. The roads and all that, they're all there to help us. So it says, Mr. Laishan, Omnam Hinehu Omed Bishikul Gadon Ki Madam Nimshaka Har Haolam Mitrahek Mi Boro Hinehu Mitkalkel Umekalkel Haolam Imo to envision, to understand the opportunity of a world for your use at your disposals to understand as well that it's very finely scaled. And as a result, if you misuse it to a large extent, you're misusing and misleading the world. If the world is there to be used properly, but you're using it improperly, you're taking away from the proper calibration of the world. You're taking yourself, certainly in your life, and finding a life of kilkul, of destruction, maybe spiritual destruction, but in turn, you're taking a world which has capacity to serve higher needs, and you're That's debasing deep, it. Um, it's extremely deep because it's, it's saying that you have control over the how the world will increase or decrease right. in capacity. Or now, again, more, that's that's 100% correct. Uh, 
we can take it too hard. At the very least, Harambam has these words in Hilchot Teshubah. Harambam Bergimal Vilchot Teshubah says a person needs to see the world as constantly 50 50, and in turn, 50 50 in terms of righteousness and wickedness, and in turn, you will tip the scale in any act that you do. So you could take that in one respect and take it very literally. You can alternatively just understand the potential that you have in your own orbit, in your own world, in your own community, in your own family, uh, what sort of effects. Literally, any and every action that there's, you there's that you no do, any action that you do, affects What's gonna happen? You you're dictating what the shemaim. You know, the shemaim really says says Mitzilat Yisharim If you're able to to control matters, you're controlling those those desires, those external desires. But instead of instead of being driven there. You're You're turning inwardly. You're, you're, and then you could you're also end up a woman and, and, and not engage in society. Indeed. But that's not what the Torah wants. Hang on. Let's find out what the Torah wants. Let's find out what Messiah You're 100% right. Says Morris, there's the fear now of asceticism, of taking yourself away from existence. He says, no. He says, that's the world. In other words, the description is, the word, keep in mind the way we started this, the world is here lishimusho, and as a result you can misuse it or you can use it appropriately if you're taking if you're taking yourself out of it well, then you're effectively misusing it because it should be used in the positive way it needs to be uh, a yesira on your the, behalf the, the perfect Who, example is uh, when we have a uh, with, uh, uh, Right, that that Bechor is born holy. What do we do? We go out of our way to redeem it. Right, we're all yeah. trying to become holy. I thought well, I knew where your perfect example was going to be. Well, you did lighting candles last time. Which one? You don't remember? All right, anyway. Oh, that's this time Musa says it's, it's Pidon HaBen. Anyway, the point is in, a, in life, in anything and everything. Rakli Hiyotlo, the Siu'a, maybe it's Machlok and the Gemara on that. All right, Rakli Hiyotlo, there is such an opinion, a doctor, there is such an opinion, Rashi quotes in his commentary to the Torah, that the Korban Hatat of a Nazir is because he was taking himself away from, but see over there, it's about enjoyment of the world, but you're right, properly understood, it means channeling it up. Appropriately, he says, You elevate the world, or an individual who is um, and has achieved Kedushah elevates the world as he or she utilizes the world in their mission. The truth is in halacha there is a concept known as tashmiche mitzvah, tashmiche kedusha. Tashmiche kedusha is something along these lines. If you have a case to the sefer Torah, it achieves, it has a certain kedusha to it in it of itself because it's servicing the sefer Torah. It was just gold or silver or metal beforehand, but now it achieves a status of kedusha just because it's mishamesh. It's a tashmish of kedusha. The same goes for anything that's in the context of being mishamesh, your cases to tefillin and so forth. That's what he's describing over here. He says the world is tashmish kedusha if used appropriately. You bring forth kedusha to all of existence. He says it's similar to the midrash in Masechet Hagigan Dafiot Bet about the Or Haganus, about this light which was set aside. He quotes the Gemara. 
אור שגנזו הקדוש ברוך הוא לצדיקים, שמח שנאמר אור צדיקים ישמח. Initially there's a regret, there's a sadness of, on behalf of the light you took away from my capacity. When there's a realization, of course, not to be taken literally, but to be understood properly, means to say, then the light itself says, oh, great, now I will be utilized, I'll be used properly because I'm set aside for the righteous ones. It means it affects me, it affects existence in totality. Ukeinyan, and more famously, the Pasuk describes how Yaakov comes to, uh, the beginning of Parashat Vayese, to a mountaintop, and he, Vayalen Sham, Ki Baha Shemesh, Vayikach, he takes from the stones, from the rocks of the place, and he puts it underneath his head, which appears as if there are many rocks. But then when he wakes up, the Pasuk says, he talks about the Evan Hazota Shesamti Merashotai. Talks about one rock, but I thought there were several rocks which he put from the rocks of the place. Which again the Chachamim understand in that sense that he took many rocks. How come there was only one afterwards? Each one of the rocks came together because they were all they were all grasping for Yaakov's head upon them. Listen to the imagery. First and foremost, the head. We described just a moment ago the capacity to turn something from a yeser hara to a yeser hatob is your dot, is your head, is your ability to understand it properly. A rock can be a rock or a rock can be a tashmish kedusha based on your vision of what it is. My pillow can be a matter of wasting time or my pillow can be something that's giving me strength to service HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So there's the head of Yaakov. What's with, the, what's with the oneness of those rocks? Well, again, if the vision is that by taking a rock, by taking the rocks, the vision, the perspective is I'm, I'm driven on a singular journey toward meaning, toward Devekut HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So there aren't separate stones. All of existence then is one. Again, if I envision the world as all bidvar Hashem, shamayim na'asu, beruach piv kosevam, HaKadosh Baruch Hu made it all. It all has the capacity of Kiddushah. There's a certain oneness to existence, right? Not so far off. It means everything has that capacity of Kiddushah. The common denominator of all is godliness, is divinity. The second I tap into one, to a large extent, I'm envisioning it all that way. That's the story of Yaakov, as I understand it. So he takes from many rocks. You bring forth fragmentation when you run away from it. They're all one. The fear of that oneness is to break it down. We want a hefred. We want uh, we want to, and, and and effectively that's the way God does it. He changes their languages. Don't compress it to the Burad, and you obviously want to get the fit. Chesed is the starting point of it all. Everything comes from and, that. And place. ending at the fit, it will. Says the Sivat Yesharim onward, says the Hineh, Al Haikar Hazeh, Heirunu, the Midrash Kohelet, Sheamru Zelashanam, he says it's something similar you'll find in the Midrash Kohelet, Re'eh et kol ma'aseha Elohim, Vikhule, cites Pasuk in Kohelet, and the Midrash goes as far, Bisha'ah, Shebara, Kadosh Baruch, Adam Harishon, Nitalo, 
He takes Adam Rishon after creation and he takes him for a tour. The tour is of the trees in Gan Eden. Amar lo says God to Adam Rishon, Look how beautiful my creations are. Again, talking about the trees. The statement to Adam Harishon is, look at all these beautiful creations, make certain that you don't destroy it. First and foremost, the Midrash, ironically, almost eerily mentions, this is before eating from it, which means we have a capacity inherently as human beings to determine how we're going to use it. He has the choice to eat or not. He has the choice, clearly, whether to eat or not. There's a choice even beforehand. You know, know, that has to do with the Ramban and so forth. But the description more than anything is, we may be looking backwards, say trees in Gan Eden, negative, terrible, cause for destruction, banishment, galut. Instead, says the Midrash, understand there was a tremendous capacity. Le'ovdao, le'shomra would have been the ground, would have been the trees. You could have utilized these trees for coming closer to me. It's again, it's the message from Parashat Kitabo. It's the Bikurim, it's the Ma'aser. It's taking the ground, envisioning it, not as seeing myself, but rather being able to dedicate it to God, to state this uh, succinctly, says Mesilat Yesharim, Ha'adam lo nivra ba'avur matzavo ba'olam hazeh, ele ba'avur masavo ba'olam haba. Your status, your stature in this world, in the temporal sense, is not, uh, is not your ultimate um, a purpose. Your ultimate purpose is the Olam Haba vision. That's not to say that you won't tap into. It's very much to say that you will, if you do it right, tap into an Olam Haba world in this world. But it's to understand that the mundane parts of life, when we're driven by that, that's not what we are by the Yetzirah. Again, it means this world is a world of process, it's a world of journey, it's a, it's a, it's a direction through which we make our way to Olam Haba. It's the description upon banishment from Gan Eden as well, of course. The Pasuk says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu guards the entrance to uh, Gan Eden, and it says so that he puts a, a kerubim and a lot of hairfa mitapechet, lishmor et derech et hayim. There's a passageway, there's a pathway to et hayim. Life as we know it in this world is one in which we're gaining momentum, we're growing if we're doing it right, we're meeting challenges, overcoming, sometimes falling backward, but hopefully pushing forward. That's this world. That's the opportunity we have in this world. And ulam haba existence is one of static equilibrium. I'm just connected to God. To understand this world, to capitalize on life in this world, is to understand that we're in the midst of an imsa'i al-kin. This world is the place and time of preparation. The world to come is the place of rest. That's exactly what I was just describing to you. Notice, this world has both place and time. The world to come, he just mentions, there's no time, it's above time. Why do I want to get there? Don't I want to be in a place where there's time? Yeah, connecting the the point, if the point is to connect the... Because ultimate goal is to get there. Like, that's like, I'm saying I always want to be like, I want to retire when I'm 65, then I get there, I'm like, 
Oh, I missed, I missed the grind. I missed the work. It, it's well known. For sure, that it's it, well it, it, known. The mist coming in for one as well. It's well known that Gaon Vilna on his deathbed was crying. Not crying because he feared that he wasn't going to get Olam Habath. Crying because he was no going to lose the capacity of mitzvot. Mm. So you're feeling your intuition, Mars, if properly understood, is exactly right. We should be striving to live this life to its fullest. It's for that reason I said earlier, and that was really what I was you know, kind of uh, focusing on, when people become inappropriately, singularly focused on Olam Haba. I know he keeps mentioning Olam Haba, but instead of realizing that Mesilat Yesharim is telling me, there's not just Olam Haba, there's Olam Haba in this world. I remember when I was younger, I, well, not so much younger, but I used to live on, on Bedford and, and K, and there was a Ashkenazic shtibel on uh, 21st between uh, J and K, uh, I and J, I remember Frankel's, yeah. I think is what it was called. There was a CD there, and the days of CDs of Rabbi Rav Palm. Rav Palm used to be the, uh, the uh, Rosh Yeshiva of, uh, of Tor Vadas. Anyway, so the name of it, I never listened to it, it was in Yiddish, I didn't understand it at the time, but I remember the name, it was Olam Haba Iz Oif Olam Hazeh, which means to say, Olam Haba is in this world. It was an opportunity, I'm sure that's what he was talking about, to tap into Devekut, which is representative of Olam Haba. But you're right, you want to find it here where there are their challenges. Now, to, to deny the fact that, even though you and I can't understand it, a Hana'am Ziv Shechinato is not something we're going to want. To deny the fact that Menuhat is something that when you've worked to that point, you'll then be enjoying and reaping the benefits, is to say, I'm so ingrained in this world. So we can say, I don't really understand how it's going to be enjoyable. I don't really understand why without challenges I'm going to be driven. But we accept that. More than anything, though, and that's again what I'm stressing to you, is to realize the necessity of this world. Because when we become overly focused on a world to come, Things in this world we become driven away from. I'm not interested in the challenges any longer because I'm focused on Olam Haba. So could you pass me another Sidur? Wait a second, another Sidur? But you're in the midst of Hesed. You're in the midst of uh, of capitalizing on this money, was, which you can help Yitzhak, otherwise. Right? That was Yitzhak. It's a certain capacity of Yitzhak, of a Ne'ekad. That's right, but I'm not turning its hawk into a failure. Yeah, yeah. Neither am I these people. I'm just saying you lose the opportunity when you become overly focused. Your goal on is I'll do anything to get to that goal. Right, instead of realizing. Right. So anyway, it says... Indeed, indeed. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai in the cave. To a certain extent, the Hatamim have him in an Olam Haba. He then comes into this world. How are they working in this world? But his ultimate realization, it appears 12 months later, when he sees the individual with the two Hadassim, is... Well, look how wonderful they can take this world, Ish. They can take this world. What you do here with opening the window? They can take this world and capitalize and turn it into something that will lead them, quote unquote, after death into that cave. And that's the statement of the Mishnah. He's quoting a, a, several sources from Divrei Hachamim in which they envision this world again as a world of process, a world of journey, and a, a world to come, but not one that can't be tapped into 
in this world. Shabbat, parenthetically, is a great opportunity to envision, to realize. It says, "Mishtarach be'erif Shabbat, Gemaran Abodazara Yochal be'Shabbat." Understand Shabbat not only as an Olam Haba, but an Olam Haba in this world. I say it all the time. That's right. There's an Achil, but that's, that's the Achila in this world. It's the description. We've done it too many times to repeat at length. But the pasuk in Parashat Vayit Hanan has. Uh, both Sheshet Yamim Ta'avod and Shamoret Yom HaShabbat LeKadesh Le'ovda Uleshomra, which is what we were doing in Gan Be'edin Mikin. That same Gemara, Masechit Berachot, and Dafnim Het, we mentioned those 39 Melachot. Adam HaRishon is banished from the garden, and he walks out into the world, and he realizes in order to bring forth bread, he needs to be Zorea, needs to be Horesh, needs to be Zorea, needs to be Me'amer, he needs to be Borer, he needs to do all the actions that describe Shabbat in order to create clothing. He needs to be Oreg, he needs to be Koser, he needs to be Tove, he needs to do all the actions which are prohibited on Shabbat. It's a vision of that Olam Haba, the place where you're not doing that. That is Olam Haba, that's Shabbat. That's the time we refrain from those things. Shabbat is the time that we don't focus on personal accomplishment. There's no process. There's the opportunity to zone out of it. I've said it more than once, but I, there, was once, there was once a philosopher who made claims against Shabbat. With all the rules of the rabbis, you've taken away from a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, with God on Shabbat. And I had a professor in graduate school who looked us all, a religious, uh, religious professor, yeah, and he said to us, he yeah, said, how do you respond to this? He said, tell the person who makes those claims, ask him if he's ever actually lived a Shabbat with Halacha. He said, to say it as an outsider, he said, all those rules obscure from the real point. I just want to focus on God. I want to sit back and understand. If you instead say to that person, have you ever experienced it? Have you ever refrained from? Have you ever said the Kiddush? Have you ever not done that on the day? Can you understand? Can you bring your mind to feel that in the same way that you'd actually experience it? Which means to say that life on Shabbat is the opportunity to tap into, again, what we've been describing in the real sense, that Olam Haba in Olam Hazeh. But all seven days can't be Shabbat. Right. All six other days need to be the days of challenge, the days of making that Kiddushah from the whole, not just realizing Kiddushah. This world is the dry land, which we're... Uh, walking in that straight line to the Yam, which is oftentimes envisioned as circular. There are many others along this line. To summarize what we've learned in Misilat Yesharim today, he only brought a further depth to the claim, to the statement he made earlier, and that is that I mentioned last time and Jared asked it about it afterwards, he had this real emphasis on mitzvot. If you noticed in all his words today, he has moved away from any emphasis, any mention of mitzvot. He's turned the mitzvot mention into just a paradigm. A mitzvah takes my life in this world and gives it a certain kedusha. Everything that I do, taking the rock, uh, separating the light, anything and everything that I do in this world can and should be, although not misuveh, perhaps in the strictest sense, from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but can and will be that opportunity for Devekut, that opportunity for Kedusha, and for being Mekadesh Etahol Baruch Adonai Amen. 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 Amen.